everybody. Welcome to episode 266 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Cliff. Colby's here, but his mouth is full of chicken. So you're going to have to... What up? That that was Colby with a mouthful of chicken. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. I apologize ahead of time. Dylan's Sound- here, though. His mouth is not full of chicken. No, but that sounds like a 90s band name. Mouthful of chicken. <laughs> mouthful of chicken. <laughs> yeah. Maybe early pocket 2000s, full of shells. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work. Um, I would. What kind of band do you think that would be, Dylan? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that alternative pop rock kind of. Seems alternative like maybe like generic a, rock. Yeah, or like like yeah. like maybe like a Toad the Wet Sprocket kind of yeah kind of band. You know, S- like like a really generic Smash Mouth maybe. Yeah, like. They mainly <laughs> Colby's like is is there a more generic Smash Mouth? Like I could see that in his eyes. Um, like they do, you know. The only reason you know them is because like they had a song in a commercial for a car or something. Yeah, yeah. I get behind that. Uh, anyway, we are going to talk today about video games, not just. Um, they probably bad. made it because their name was, or we probably didn't make it because that name's. Too bad. Too bad. It's just yeah, it just doesn't. Well, it doesn't fit in our key very well. Yeah. Like it all the the you know the name of the marquee is just like mouth chicken, right? And, exactly. and like who wants to go see mouth chicken? Yeah, I, but I they that. had like one big hit, and that's you know. Yeah, and, and they're still like, so, making CDs. That's all you they need, have like though. eighteen CDs, and yeah, and every once in a while they tour with like Vanilla Ice and um probably Toad the Wet Sprocket. Um, yeah. they, they, you know, it's fine. They, Maybe you know, bare naked best. ladies. No, no, man, bare naked ladies still pull it in. Like they, they, they still do. Well, yeah, they're stuff. the headliner though. Oh, fair, fair right? Fair, so, fair. I, uh, I saw bare naked ladies right before I moved to to Washington. That was a that was a good show. Bare naked ladies, Guster, and Ben Folds Five. It was, it was one of the better concerts I've been to in a while. Uh, all right, let's see. We're gonna talk about video games. I promised that. Uh, we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. We're gonna talk about uh, man. Can you think of a better time than now? <laughs> what better time than now, Dylan, to invent? lickable screens that can imitate flavors like i can't think of a better time than than covid to have lickable screens uh samsung tv uh announced their new streaming based gaming hub sounds kind of cool if you've got a samsung or probably are going to buy a samsung uh square enix embraces the blockchain in maybe the weirdest way (laughs) colby i wish you could see colby's face that was great uh like this the letter that the square enix president wrote is just so full of Awful. We'll, we'll read it. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, Alienware has a new thing called Project... How do you pronounce that? N-Y-X. Nix. Project Nix. Um, which is actually kind of an interesting idea uh, for PC gamers that don't actually want to buy a uh, multiple uh, gaming PCs, I suppose. Uh, the best-selling indie games on Switch was released. And it's kind of an interesting list. I think that uh, if you take a look at that, you can probably get a lot of those games on other platforms too might give you a good idea of where to jump into indie gaming and we're going to talk about 8-bit christmas a uh, a christmas movie it's probably like a little late that now it's like you know first of january but i i couldn't watch all the christmas movies i wanted to during christmas so i had to to wait until now um and uh neil patrick harris is in it so you know there's something uh we got questions from Vinny. uh john how do you think you pronounce john's last name singer ty singer Singer, Tysinger, Tys Tysinger, probably. 
Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, John sent us a message on Facebook last week. I forgot to include it. I felt terrible. Uh, but we got it in now. Uh, Colby has a question. Um, Rich has a question. Miss Happy Childhood has a question that, unfortunately, I cannot answer. Um, I'm hoping you guys can. Uh, Prime Fam has a question. Joe What's Coles it has like a question. to have hair? What's it like to have hair? Dylan can answer that. I had hair, like, back in the day, Cole. I had a gorgeous head of hair, like, 27 years ago. Um there's one thing I have. A lot of hair. A lot, lot of hair. A lot of hair. Um, and then we got uh, some questions from VentureBeat that I might ask, depending on how uh, how long we go. We'll, we'll see. He's got some interesting predictions for this year. I'd be like to like to see your guys' thoughts on it, but we'll see when we get there. Uh, we got free games from Epic, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, and Game Pass was nice to us and released all their games for the 1st of January today. And there's, there's some good stuff in there. I'm actually... Very pleased with uh, with the Xbox Game Pass drop, but uh, let's first talk about what we've been playing. Dylan, you've been uh, you've been wild rifting some more. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of the ranked mode. Um, oh, what rank are you? I am gold three. <laughs> I love how every game has their own stupid way to yeah. rank things. Yeah, is gold uh, three good? I mean, you start at iron. <laughs> four i guess like and then you play like your placement matches and then it's like i we think you'll probably be about here right um i don't know it's probably pretty maybe slightly above average for like most players you'd have to actually look at i i know there's like percentages there's like this many players at this and then and then there's like the top 200 players when you get past all the at least that's how league of legends did it i think um like once you're out of, I don't know, platinum and then whatever's above that, then it's like the top 200 players after that <laughs> or whatever. Um, and um, for the most part, that's pretty enjoyable. I think yeah. when you do have a ranked mode, uh, generally you don't have people doing weird stuff all the time, um, to put it nicely, I guess. Because, um, like, again, if you're not super familiar with... MOBAs, you kind of have your lane designation, and sometimes people just ignore it completely, and it just yeah. ruins the whole game because they're just trying to do something else and just leave a lane empty. Or you pick a champion based on the assumption that people will do their roles, and they just don't. And sometimes it's fine, like I mean, especially like if that's on purpose, like oh, let's try something different. That's fine, but when no one's, not everyone's on board, and it's kind of. It's kind of annoying because you're spending time just losing a game so, on purpose, uh, essentially. I don't know. I I don't think I realized that these games were... You know, I should have realized this because obviously there's teams when you watch them play. But how many how many people are on a team? It's 5v5. Okay, so quite a few, actually. Right. Um, and over time... I, I don't know if this is how the game started originally... Um, but there is a fairly strict meta just because I think it's kind of like what works. Um, and that's like two players in the bottom lane because Mm -hmm. that is where you have like your damage character, like your glass cannon, so to speak. Like they do a lot of DPS, uh, they're the damage per second, generally attack damage. So high attack speed, whatever, um, 
and you have a support character supporting them. Sure. So someone who can heal or a tank that can kind of soak up some damage and get in the way or do crowd control or whatever. So that's the bottom lane. And that bottom lane is near the dragon. And the dragon is like what you can, it's a, it's a monster. So it's a sure. neutral monster that you can fight to get gold from the beginning of the game. Oh, sure. Um, so you put the bottom lane characters near there. So it's easier to secure early in the game because you have two characters already down there and it's in between mid lane, which is generally where you'll have like your ability power mage in mid lane and then yeah. all the way up at the top you have generally a bruiser because they're they're less susceptible to like ganks which is when the jungler who fights all the neutral monsters in the jungle comes up and kind of flanks the opponent hoping to get a kill or drive them out of lane so you can push the tower right so I, I was a hundred percent with you, Dylan, I until you said, said that ganks and the jungler, <laughs> right? And, and then I'm like, nah, this is just made up in, in your right. mind to me. <laughs> um, so that's kind of why those things exist, and why sure. I don't think there's a lot of variation is because it it kind of works and it kind of makes sense. Um, except sometimes when you're playing, people just don't jungle. They're assigned to jungle and they just don't. Yeah. Maybe because they don't know how to. Because it is a little, it's a little strange at first if you're not. If you didn't sign up to jungle and then it, that's what it picked for you because it filled everyone else sure. uh, else's roles or whatever, um, that's what's going to happen. So that happens occasionally. But most of the time, the games are pretty good. Um, I'm generally I'm I'm winning more than I'm losing. So I am improving in rank still. So I guess that's a good feeling. Nice. Um, you know, just getting pooped on the whole time. Um, <laughs> other than that, I've been sticking with my uh, New Year's resolution to play The Witcher. Um, so I've put a lot of time into that. Um, nice. And this is, again, the third time I've like <laughs> tried to play The Witcher. Um, but I'm succeeding at it this time. And I think I've definitely would say the game starts kind of slow. Yeah, it absolutely um, does. From a, from a story perspective, I think just because it, there's so much, and you can get sidetracked on like um, um, different side quests really easily, right? Yeah. Um, so for whatever reason, you could just not be progressing the story and maybe you're like, what, what's going on with this game right now? So maybe that could be one thing. Um, but also, I found the game is a lot more interesting once you're maybe around level 10. Yep. Which is kind of a long way to level up to really kind of start figuring out like what little ability things and um, perks you want to put points into and things. Um, but at that point, like I feel like I've kind of got a hang of the game because it's still a little floaty. Um, and I think that's just because the game's kind of on the older side at this point. Yeah, um, whereas maybe a newer Witcher, the the controls might be a little tighter, um, or maybe not. Um, but you do kind of get used to it and figure out, like, okay, I, I get how to do the combats now. I'm not just getting beat up by kind of low-level creatures that I'm just... They're just hitting me every time I try to attack them. So yeah. it's very much a a dodge roll kind of swing in, but definitely not to me. It does, does not feel anything like a dark souls like combat. It's no, absolutely it's much not. simpler than that. And 
it's really not even that difficult to dodge. You just kind of have to be a little patient sometimes when fighting yeah. things that probably could kick your butt. Um, and then you start getting equipment that's more interesting too. Like it definitely helped once I finally got like a sword that did damage and not like kind of the basic equipment you start with or get really early. Um, so I, at that point, which I, I figure was probably in the around level 10, I yeah, started yeah. really kind of like, okay, I, I'm pretty into this now. Um, a little bit more of the stories unfolded. Um, you kind of go, like I made it to the big city and I wasn't just hanging out in the, the kind of the first locations. Um, so that's kind of cool because you spend a lot of time in kind of like the rural country of the witcher and then now you're in the city and it's kind of like oh this is interesting because you still have the kind of emergent encounters yep but it's a completely different landscape because you're running through like alleyways and things so it's like oh it kind of acts the same way like there's different like sub locations inside the city but it is a big dense city it's like that's that's kind of cool um well, and there's a bunch of cities like that. There are a, there are a lot of really, really, really big cities in that right. game. Like right, and that's just the, right. That's just the yeah. first. Yeah, that's the first place you go. So it's like, I I think I I still don't know if I have an idea of the scope of the game. I know it's a long game, and I know there's a lot, but I think it's like it's a lot to discover, and I don't even know Absolutely. what that is. Other than like you look at the map and you're like, oh, there's another city there and another city there, right? Yep. So I know exactly what you're saying. Um, but overall, it's really cool, and yeah, I, I, and I've played quite a bit at this point, and I've not, I know I've not even like scratched the surface of the story because it's like you're obviously searching for the person. Like I don't, I don't know how spoilerific. <laughs> I, I you think should you get, can it's spoil a game old game. That's five years old. <laughs> There's a TV show, um, which I think the second season of the show, which just came out, ends right before the third game starts. I my um, understanding is ish. that the, it's the, not they're not based, but I mean the source material is the same. So, same, so roughly, yeah. like the stories sure. do correspond to each other. That makes sense. Um, and but like having played the beginning of the witcher three and if you watch the end of the second season it seamlessly would move into the third game whether or not anything that came before it doesn't matter but where that starts is kind of how the second season of the show ends um and how much the future of the show diverges who knows yeah absolutely um but obviously you're, you're searching for siri you um like I have no idea where that story goes at this point because I've not found her. Um, but you do go on these long side quest tangents and um, lots of different characters and things. And um, there's definitely some fun missions that are pretty entertaining and um, a lot of variety, I guess. And bloody Baron, man. It's yeah. Uh, I just finished that quest actually. So good. Yeah, so good. Um, it's very long too. Like it's very, it, long. it's weird because you play it for like the first ten levels of the game. Like it's a very long quest that has yeah. a lot of different parts to it. Writing um, really good, and like it's just such a well written quest. 
it's one of those things too. It's like, it's part of the main story, but it's also very much a side story too, um, which is cool. Cause it does seem like a lot of these side quests tie in very well to the main story. You just kind of get more of the world. It's not just like some random patron that sends you on a quest, which that's kind of what the Witcher contracts are, right? When they're like, Oh, go kill this monster for us. And it's like, Oh, that's great too. But the secondary quests, seem to just flesh out the people that you dealt with to progress the main story, which may be why I think that it does. I I guess it's a very engaging and well-received game that probably I would have to say that's something to do with it. I agree. I think to me, like the Witcher is one of those games that like some of the big side quests are so big and so interesting that they almost could have been, like their own games to some degree. Like oh, yeah. I, I could see playing the Bloody Baron quest as a game, you know, right. if, if they release that game, like episodically, you could play right, which that game. And what we talked about, about recently, yeah. which I still, the more and more I think about that idea, like I'm right? really into it. Um, yeah, the, the Witcher three as like six, 10 hours, you know, chunks. Right. Cause again, you imagine, yeah, taking that and then may, playing that as its own game and how, yeah more detailed it could be mm-hmm. like not that you really need much more but um i think it would also help because a quest like that could easily be kind of ruined if you get distracted in the middle and go do something yep. else for 10 hours right yep so somehow wrangling yourself to play and i think i kind of try to play that way and try to finish something when i start it and not yeah. get too distracted too easily um and i very much like to go do side quests and then progress the main quest a little bit and then do some side quests rather than trying to do all of one thing and the other at the same time or um completely finishing the main quest and then having all these weird side quests later and and things like that yeah Um, yep absolutely cool game though man such a cool game it's i definitely am enjoying it now and i'm glad i toughed it out for i don't know the 10 levels i needed to to really (laughs) enjoy it um so very cool very cool anything else you've been uh playing um no i all i think that's good for now cool have you uh have you started uh breath of the wild yet Cole? no no i said i was gonna play it sometime this year hmm all right. Well, we'll we'll keep asking every week. So oh, you've fun. just played more Anvil over and over and over again. I have. <laughs> do you want me to talk about it, or do you want to go with yours first? Uh, I've been playing more Far Cry. It's fine, and I played some Anvil with Colby. So yeah, go go ahead and regale with Tales of Anvil. My my stuff's just the same. Nothing new. Um. So uh, they fixed multiplayer. Um. We turns played out together. The, it turns out the reason it was broken is because they updated a thing thinking that uh, i think it was like on like the 21st yeah, yeah yeah that they could if it broke they could you know have it fixed by the 22nd um, <laughs> turns out like microsoft was on like, oh they weren't there gone yeah. for yeah. like since the 20th yeah um so they're like we have it fixed but we can't <laughs> like it's oh uh, they couldn't get it to go through certification yeah. uh-huh yeah well, the Microsoft um, but, certification process is long anyway. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So it is finally fixed, um, and I've been playing a ton of multiplayer. Um, I I now have a hundred and fifteen hours in the game. <laughs> Good lord! Yeah. Um, I that's have, a lot. I have beat uh, 
the first galaxy with every single character. I've beat the second galaxy with every single character except one. Um, and the third galaxy is incredibly difficult. Is it? Um, I made it to the third level with like three characters. Wow. Um, that's about it. How? Um, so the game, you don't really carry anything with you, but I guess you get, I guess you get skill points that you can dump into things to make. Yeah. For the season. But it's, uh, but it's seasonal. Uh huh. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Huh. All right. Um, it's seasonal. At the end of the season, all your relics and skill points will go away. Um, and How is that fun? I don't understand what makes that fun. Um, they're going to essentially, uh, supposedly, they're going to do like different planets and different things, and so okay, you're just so you'll get new levels, essentially. Yeah, new levels. Okay, is that's what fair. People then, I are, guess. are thinking. Um, Jeez. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing a ton of that, and Dylan, I feel your pain with multiplayer and people. Um, <laughs> the amount of times I have just like yelled at my TV uh, right. this past week is more often than not, um, like just people just being like, "I'm like, what are you doing? There are two other people here who are, you know, depending on you, and you're like, I think I'll just uh, spawn this boss by myself while you guys are off doing right. something else." I'm like. <sighs> fine um, it's like i'm definitely not that guy that gets too worked up but if it's something as simple as like you're gonna be the support character this round just do it mm-hmm. yeah i know it's not your favorite i don't care just do it for this next 20 minutes please yeah and then yeah. um or if you really don't like it put it in the chat and be like ah guys i really don't like support and they banned my champion does someone want to switch with me i'll be like mm-hmm. sure that's a good uh, reason i'll do it i i ran a mission thing with uh there's like one main healer in anvil and i ran with a healer who i don't know just wouldn't heal i'm like <laughs> that is your that is your main job like right at, at the end and at the beginning of each level the timer stops and you have like a minute to do stuff you should always just drop your, you know, big heal circle so that people who need healing can get in it. And this person wasn't doing that. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, there's no penalty for this. Like, you can just drop it. And then th- the next thing, it won't matter. But nope, yeah. nope. And, yeah, there's there's a lot of that where people who, or like today, there's, you know, the flamethrower guy. And then there's a guy with an axe. But the guy with the axe can use a flamethrower. But probably shouldn't. And I was the flamethrower guy, and there was an axe guy, and a flamethrower dropped, and he just picked it up. I'm like, cool. I could have probably used that dude. <laughs> like now we've got two flamethrowers, one who's not very good at it. Like so, no. just just great stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Or when you when you go into a multiplayer game and it's three soldier characters, and it's like, does does anyone else want to switch to another character <laughs> so that we don't have everyone using the same guns and no healers and no tanks no no you you've all hit x to continue okay i guess we'll see how this goes we're doing this yeah 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 it's it's always fun i will say that colby and i had so we played on over the weekend and uh we did one of those so the game's kind of like area based like you do a bunch of areas well so like there's a map divided into areas and each area will spawn a bunch of bad guys and we did the let's let's run away from the bad guys that are chasing us thinking we were running back into the level and instead ran forward into the level 
Um, so eventually, like by the end, we were literally kiting like half the map around <laughs> the levels. Uh, but we won it. I mean, not in a good way, but it was a lot of fun. Like it was a, so it was what a really learned, lot of fun. So that's the fifth level. It yeah. is probably the hardest level, even harder than I think some of the boss fights, um, just because that's where you get the incredibly like not only are they hard to beat, but they can do a lot of damage. There's depending on which fifth level you get, there's a lot of guys who have one hit kills. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the level we were doing have the dragons that have not only a one hit kill, <laughs> but a one hit kill from distance yep. um to the point where sometimes they're off the screen and all of a sudden you're like oh that hit me oh okay, no I'm i dead. guess I'm, I'm dead now um it, it is incredibly common for that yeah. to happen where someone's backing up and they back into a room and bring in more guys yeah. um so i it, i had to deal with that about 15 minutes before we started this podcast yeah it was fun it was it was definitely a, a good time so yeah. i can't i i love that game yeah. i might have to change my you know like ascent uh, anvil thing around and just say like anvil might be my game of the year last year like yeah. that it's good it was I'm, fun I'm, I'm gonna have to try to play this game now because yeah you should know. come 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 pop in with us on a, a saturday or sunday morning we'll yeah. play a three player it's uh it's definitely worth playing. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I've, it's I've it's interesting time. because like it is a game that everything about the game tells me I should not like this game. Yeah. Like it's seasons based. It's multiplayer. It's roguelike. There's like all these things. I'm like, oh wow, no, this this is right. not good. And I'm like, oh wait, no, I've I've dedicated my life to this now. So right, I think well, I think that's a that tells you something when a game defies your negative expectations uh-huh. of it. I think. Um, <laughs> Because, for example, uh, I have expressed my sincere love for Deep Rock Galactic quite a few times, um, but I, because it's on sale right now, so I th- maybe for a couple more days um, on Steam. It is free on Game Pass, but it's we've also been playing free on, on Steam, Plus this and week. it doesn't it doesn't have cross play. If you play through the Microsoft Store, you can cross play with Xbox. So I've downloaded it, but most everyone I play with plays on Steam. Um, Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, but I was talking to one of my friends because I gifted a couple copies to friends for Christmas um, just because it was originally gifted to me when it was on a sale. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it forward kind of thing and get some other people interested in it. But I was talking to my one friend about it and he kind of like started playing and we talked about it a little bit and I was like, this game does everything right. Yes, it has seasons, but any of the old battle passes you can complete. You don't get locked out after a certain period of time. One, they don't cost any money either. You just get them. Like So it's just like over time each season, there'll be new cosmetic um, things that you can check the boxes off and get new stuff. Um, none of the new content costs anything. Um, there's regular updates. So it, it does everything that annoys you, but they instead of making you pay for it every three months and then not giving you the cosmetics because you didn't have the time to play it in time. And then it's like stuff like that. It's, 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 I wish other games would look at those examples and be like, Oh, there, there is a way to do this. Right. Cause it's not necessarily that those things are bad. Um, I don't know. So instead they're just going to be like, you know what we should do? Right. NFTs. <laughs> right. Well, we got on the conversation too. Cause some someone who lo- has loved Sea of Thieves, um, and my other buddy got into it later, but loved it dearly as well. 
and now we're both like well we already put so much time into this game and now they're doing battle passes and it's like well that a would have been nice when we were playing the game and now don't have quite as much content to do because we've already done it all for hours and hours and hours and hours but also like why lock us out of this these things i'd rather just give you 15 dollars every couple months and get the new cosmetics i don't we already put so much time into this game why are we doing battle passes now and why why do we have to create the fomo thing when doing battle passes like it's i guess that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves now nowadays is I don't want to just play your game for the next three months to put enough time into it to unlock everything. Yeah, I just, think, just let me play the game. I think that that's kind of an assumption that a lot of games make these days. And I, and it's, it's just so the opposite of me. Like I am yeah. never going to want to only play one game for right. more than, I mean, even when I'm playing, like I'm playing Far Cry right now, but I'm also kind of puttering around in like two or three other games at the same time. Right. But I want a game that has an end. Like I, I'll play Sea of Thieves for a while, but I can't right. play it forever. Like I'm never going to play it for a year. You know, I want to get in, right. get out, have some fun and go into whatever. Right. There's so many games available right now that I don't need. Right. I don't and need I, anything more than that. I get that it's fun too to like unlock things as you play. Like, oh, I have a goal. If I if I play this, get some more missions done, I'll get this cool parrot. Cool, right? But don't lock me out after three months. When I come back in six months, let me unlock yeah. that parrot. What's what's the big deal? Right? Yeah, I don't understand it, why. You've already paid your money for it. Right. Why? Yeah, you should ultimately get those at some point. And I, I don't see that there's any reason why, you know, if you, if you bought season one, two, and three... And you're progressing through all of them. You should just be getting all of those rewards as you do it. It's right. silly that yeah. you don't. Yeah, yeah I agree. Anyway, I that's agree. Kind of a, that was not 100% on topic, but... No, no, I get whatever. it. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Uh, let's see. Uh, like I said, I, I played Far Cry. I played Anvil. Um, Far Cry is still fine. Um, I wish it was... I wish it was better than it was, but it's it's good enough. I'm I'm enjoying it, I guess. Um, that, that, that doesn't even convince me, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Um, let's talk about our patrons though, because they are the good people that fund this podcast, keep us, uh, you know, not having to pay for stuff out of our own pocket. We appreciate them and, uh, and all the things they do. You can become one of our patrons by going to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And if you are a $10 patron, we will read your name out every single podcast, every single one. It's great. Uh, so big shout out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, still Anonymous, I don't know about that, and Rich Deacon, we appreciate you and all the rest of our patrons. Again, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to, uh, you know, kick us a couple bucks. We would appreciate it. I will say that last episode was actually the 200th episode that we posted to Patreon. So 200 episodes that uh, our patrons got to listen to just a little bit early. You know, nowadays it's between one and two days early uh, that you get to get to hear our delightful voices. And sometimes that's nice. Like I, a little later, we're going to get into uh, what games are free on Epic right now. And uh, you can get all three Tomb Raider games for free right now. But if you aren't a patron, you're probably not going to hear it in time to know about about that so hopefully you you saw me post it on facebook but if not you know for for a buck a month you could you could get that kind of insider information anyway uh extra life you can go to bite me slash extra life we have set up our 2022 team it's going to be great i mean 
And by great, I mean like great, like 11 months from now, but there's no reason not to get in now, start fundraising. You can, you know, if you do some streaming, you can start raising a little bit of money now or, you know, talking up amongst your friends. So hop over to our website and uh, get signed up for our team. It'll be lots of fun. I promise. Dylan. News. All right. So we're in the middle of a pretty good pandemic, as I recall, right? Like. Are you I, sure? Well, I live in Utah. As far as I can tell, it's over. Oh, come on, Colby. I live in Florida. Like, <laughs> it's it's a it's a race to see which one of us is worse. Um, but it doesn't seem like right now is the right time to be introducing a lickable anything, right? Like, I, I feel like you should you should probably not not be licking things um i don't think i I wanted to lick things beforehand or man i'll be honest so this is this is maybe the most off-topic thing we've ever discussed but i was reading one of those like listicles of you know weird things that uh, a friend of yours did or you know you had a family you know you had a, a friend and their family did something weird and one of them was he went over to their house and uh he noticed when they were done eating dinner, like they were literally like licking their plates clean. And he's like, oh, okay, maybe they're hungry, whatever. And then like an hour later, they were hanging out and his mom came in the room. It was just furious. And she's like, who didn't lick their plate clean? And he's like, it was it was him. And he's like, okay, yeah, whatever. And he left and he, she's like, what, what does it matter? He's like, well, if we don't lick our plates clean, then, you know, they, they will have stuff on them next time we eat them. And they're like, you know, they're like, you don't. Wash your plates. They're like, yeah, no, no, we lick them clean every single time. So don't lick things clean. It's not a, it's not a good idea. Let um, your dogs lick them clean. Let your dogs lick them clean. And anyway, them. a uh, <laughs> a university in Japan has it created what they call the taste of TV, and it imitates the flavors of food by spraying a combination of different flavors. You know, you know how like you know you you take red, yellow, and green, and you can make all the colors of the rainbow. You take these ten different flavors um, to to get the the different um, tastes that are on the screen, um, and apparently it it does spray onto a hygienic film, but. I, I'm still not not so sure about that. Um, I know. The goal is to make it possible for people to have the experience of something like eating at a restaurant on the other side of the world, even while staying at home, he went on to explain. Um, the commercial version will cost about $800 to make. And I'll be honest, I kind of hope the commercial version of a, a lickable TV would cost more than $800. Like, I, it seems like I don't want just anyone with $800 to be able to get a hold of one of these. That's, that's I, want, I want there to be a barrier to entry, right? Yes. I'm out. Yeah, so I, I think we could. I was gonna say, like, is there anyone here that would lick a screen in public, even if it had a quote unquote hygienic, you know, like like there's some like like cling wrap, you know, rolling across as you do it. Like, would would you lick a would you lick a screen in public, Dylan? No, no. How about you, Call? Dear Lord, no. Would you lick a screen at home if if you had one of these in your house? No. <laughs> If I pay you right now, will you lick your monitor? <laughs> How much? <laughs> See, I knew there was um, a price. I knew I there was a price. Uh, well, like, taste is one of the best senses because brownies are delicious. God, brownies um, are so good. I don't need to taste something that I'm not eating. No, no. Well, and I mean, 
That's what smelling's for. You know what these are going to taste like, and it's not going to taste good. Like it's it's going right. to be, and it's not like I'm eating a brownie. I don't. Did you guys ever ever read, uh, or I guess see the movie of the Hitcher's Guide to the Galaxy? Uh, when it came out, yeah, it's yeah. a long time ago, and I don't know if it's in the movies. It's in the book though, and they have this thing that can make anything. Um, this is and, a great story, Cliff. And he and he wants it to make tea. <gasps> And and what it makes is something that tastes like tea, but only in the extremely like loosest of senses, <laughs> and and that's what it's the strength. Oh, me it's as. Lacroix. It's Lacroix. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's uh, a penny in water next right. to some lemons. So yeah, um, I was just thinking like this is a cool like science center thing. Absolutely. If you weren't licking it, <laughs> um, but like that's where this belongs. This does not belong in anyone's home. No. It does not belong. It belongs in the science center to show you that we can spray these different things on here and make it taste like curry. <laughs> like, like that is interesting. It belongs in it a has mall. No, it has no place. It doesn't even need to be a TV. It I could be. It could be a little like piece of like rice paper. That it sprays the things on and you eat it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you say, just... that tastes like lemon poppy seed muffin. <laughs> like, and that's interesting. Like, that would be really cool at a science, a science center to show and then show what flavors it's putting on that yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's really fascinating. But yeah. This doesn't belong in it. I don't. Time. I don't want it. I don't no. want it. Uh, speaking of want. TVs, uh, Samsung is bringing what they call a gaming hub to their smart TVs. This was announced at CES 2022, which is going on um, right now, I believe, actually. Uh, and so, new Samsung TVs are going to be able to ha will have uh, GeForce Now, Google Stadia, and Utomic, which I I don't know what Utomic is. Um, as part of their gaming hubs built directly into the TVs. So uh, you'll be able to not have to deal with anything, no no dongles, no you know PCs, no any of that. You'll just be able to play GeForce Now and Google Stadia directly from your TV, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. It's all uh, baked right into the system. Uh, the TVs themselves run like a Linux operating system, so they can do that. Um, <laughs> You're feeling that I love dongles. I, I want more dongles. I like the word dongle more too. than anything. I, it's just a funny word. I have... I, got, I invested dongle. pretty heavily into uh, the Google dongles, Chromecast. Um, but then... <laughs> the Google dongles. The Google Clips dongles. all over Google's dongles. And then mm. I, I got like all my, my 4K TVs. And so I, I reinvested in Amazon dongles. No, I just got I got dongles for days, guys. That's what I'm saying. I just wish the dongles were a bit smaller because, like, I've got like a, a Cole, Cole likes a small dongle. I like a smaller dongle. Um, it's how you use the dongle at really motion of the ocean. Yeah. Um, but the fire stick dongle, if it's in like some of my uh, HDMI ports, it's really I can't put big. something <laughs> next to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say something about the the fire TV dongles because it's kind of weird that you have this really sleek. A little bit oversized USB stick in the back of your TV, and then they run a big cord out of it. Uh -huh. like, well, why not just have? That's why I like the Apple TV, honestly, because it like it's a small thing that I can just set here and run a normal HDMI cable to, and yeah, then run yeah. power to. Because it's always struck me as kind of weird that I put this like thumb drive in the back and then have a cord running out of it. It's like if it was wireless, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah. why? Uh, isn't the cord the power cord? Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. it needs and, that, obviously, well, but 
And it, I would be fine if I could plug it into the USB on in your my TV, TV, but, you can't, but they don't yeah. put out enough power, so I've got to run it right. to... Uh, See, that, that's what they should have, is powered TVs. Yeah, they really where should. Where it can... Even if it's just... Even if it's a, a little... Even if you have to have a little patch cable from the device into the TV, but why not have a power supply? I mean, let's be ever. honest. Let's just forget about this, like... HDMI nonsense and start using, uh, what is it, uh, DisplayPort, which you can put power through so they can all just be powered. Right. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why computers all run DisplayPort and TVs all run HDMI. It's just ridiculous to me, but whatever. Anyway, you can play Stadia games on your TV if you have a Samsung now, which I can't what imagine... Anyone's gonna want to Stadia, Stadia, Stadia. What? Stadia? Stadia? What's Stadia? I, it's a thing that had good intentions, but then failed yeah. miserably. Nvidia GeForce Now is pretty cool, though. So, so give that a try. That'll play your own Steam games. You don't need their. Does it feel stuff. like these kinds of things are like five years away, and everyone's trying to do it right now? Um, I think that you have to because if you wait five years, someone else will just be there you know like like they, google well <laughs> you'd think that google would be able to do it well but you know what i mean like i i mean honestly I, at this point i think the only person who's doing it well is xbox like xbox is don't, magic I, yeah i just feel like these don't have the like user base or i don't know no. there's something that's missing that but everyone's trying to get into it now and the, the it one that's like, gonna win is the one that can get any sort of user base and not bleed money until like the technology and the crowd catches up with it. I really, I really in my heart of hearts do think that GeForce Now is way cooler than having to buy a new gaming PC every, it's better than having to like, you know, try and steal video cards from cryptocurrency miners. Um, like it does feel like the solution, but like internet's not quite there. The hardware's not quite there. The software's not quite there. Well, think, but it probably will uh, be in a couple of years. So you have a lot to do of time. It now. The internet is there. Um, it's depending the on where you data live. Caps yeah, are not there. Yeah, like, that's although my I don't, problem. Like I, the data caps I, aren't know, super worse than just watching 4K movies, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't sit and watch five hours of 4K movies a day, whereas sometimes I will sit true, and play yeah. 10 hours of video games. Yeah, I... I and, and I don't watch 4K movies a lot. Like, I'm, I'm you know, usually streaming, like, 1080, because yeah. I don't really care, so... Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I... It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Like, given a couple of years, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out, um... Like it's, I, I will say though that if you haven't tried XCloud, like it's so good and it just yeah, freaking it's, it's works. Really good. It's really good. Um, kind of. I deleted uh, Halo because I'm like I'm probably never going to finish this. Because <laughs> but I, you can always stream. I it. Re- I, w- I realized I was not as far into it as I assumed I was mm. after putting like 16 hours into it. That's not um, great. And so I'm like, well, if I play it again, I can just stream it because yeah. it's never going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, so the president of Square and Enix um, really wants to talk about NFTs um, and the metaverse. Um, and like, we're not going to get too much into this because I can... I'll just tell you NFTs are dumb and every company that wants to get into them is stupid. But he has some really weird, um, really weird quotes on this. Um, And one is essentially that 
most people who play video games aren't going to like NFTs, but people that like NFTs are going to like NFTs. And so... Checks out. It checks out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, so who's been playing your video games up until now? <laughs> and I guess the answer is people that aren't willing to pay enough money for stupid crap in their video games. Um, well, I, I think... Um I think the Marvels game would have been better if I could have had a skin that only I had. Right. That I paid a lot for that burned down part of the rainforest to <laughs> Here, let everyone know that I had. Here's the exact quote. Well, he acknowledges... Uh, wait, wait. Let's see. He acknowledges that players who play to have fun and currently form the majority of our player base have reservations toward these new trends. <laughs> he also notes that there's another side of the coin. Players who play to contribute that is worth exploring. <laughs> and, and so what he's saying here is, and this is where he gets really dumb for me. What he's saying about play is he to looking for like venture capitalists? <laughs> what he's like, saying is is play to contribute players are people who what he's talking about is modders and people that make extra stuff. And up up until now, it's been impossible to compensate those people, Colby. Like you couldn't impossible. just say like, "Hey, you made this map. Let us put it on our site." It's been downloaded x amount of times. And we'll you give make you x ten dollars. There was no way to do that no before the blockchain, and so the blockchain makes it so that we can suck the like very marrow out of what these content creators do, give it a unique ID, burn down part of the rainforest and probably still not pay them. <laughs> I mean, that's been a thing for two decades. Yeah. No, like, Cole, I mean, I, it's in, in a sense <laughs> that like you had a website that had ads on it and Google paid you based on how many page views you got. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Like back in like the late, like mid 2000s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Way longer than that. Yeah. yeah. And so could yeah. you just do that? You told the Square Enix? There's no way to do it, Call. There's absolutely no, no way, way to, to do, do it. it. My bad. And it's like, I mean, I think the thing is, is if these companies had been like super accepting of mods <laughs> and maps and all that stuff anyway, they're like, oh, man, if these are so great. The only thing that's holding us back from from really making it work is like, figuring out a way to pay these wonderful people that are doing this instead of just constantly like <laughs> suing them and <laughs> telling them they can't do it. I. It's like... I mean, and, and it, I think the thing is, I was get, about to say, it's like that all they can see is the dollar signs and not anything else. And they're just like making up reasons that it'll work. And then I realized that that's exactly what they're doing. And it doesn't matter that I think it's stupid. It doesn't matter that you think it's stupid. It doesn't matter that all of the gamers who play games to have fun <laughs> think it's stupid. They're going to do it anyway because there's a billion dollars to be made doing this. It's, it's so... <sighs> I hope NFT, awesome. it'd be great if this could not be in the news for a week because I just end this podcast angry every single week. <laughs> Alienware's concept nix. Um, <laughs> how do you pronounce it? N-Y-X. Nix? Nix. 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 <laughs> oh, do you say it with a bit of like a Scandinavian accent call? <laughs> You're like, oh, yes. Nix. Um, it's actually, this is a cool idea. Um so you've you've like live stream or you've streamed from your Xbox to like your phone, right, Cole? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's great. It works really well. If you haven't tried that, um, I, I highly recommend it. It works really, really, really well. Um, you can actually stream to your PC too. I actually spent a bunch of, I, <laughs> my wife was doing something in the front room. Um, and so I couldn't play Far Cry in there. So I played Far Cry on my PC streaming from my Xbox, which seems like about the worst thing you could possibly do, but it worked actually pretty well. So, I mean, it wasn't like playing it on an Xbox, but it was eh, close as I needed it to be. Um, the, the concept behind Nix is exactly that. You'll put a, essentially a really powerful PC in your house somewhere, and then up to four people could stream games off of it at the same time. So instead of buying, you know, like I've got a gaming PC and my kid has a gaming PC, you know, and assuming you had more people that, you know, needed to, to play in gaming PCs, or, you know, maybe you normally only have the money to buy one, but maybe you've got some laptops sitting around your, you know, your kid has a laptop from school. You'd be able to take this, uh, this super PC, put it in your house, and then just stream your games directly off of it. It's, it's a concept right now, but I think it's kind of an interesting one. Um, it kind of, it kind of threads that needle between streaming games like from Stadia, if you get Stadia. Um, huh? Yeah. Um, and, and you know, gives you a little bit more control over it. Um, I don't think it's for everyone and it's a Alienware, so it's probably going to be super expensive. But it is kind of interesting to only have to buy one of these things and then, you know, a, a bigger family could have essentially multiple gaming PCs in their house without the expense of multiple gaming PCs. So, I don't know, we'll keep an eye on that. All right. Colby, do you like indie games? I do. Good, good. So Nintendo posted a list of the top 15 best-selling indie games um, on the Switch. And I, like I said earlier, I think this is an interesting um, it's an interesting list just because I think it'll give people a good list of games that maybe they, they don't know about and, and then they might want to try. I'll actually probably link to uh, this Polygon article so you can uh, check it out because there's some good stuff here. And Colby's actually played a bunch of these. I've played some of them. Um, Cyber Shadow, I am not familiar with. Have you seen? Played it. Yeah, was it good? Um, if you liked kind of difficult Nintendo throwback games, yes. Oh, this is the one made by Yacht Club. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, Unpacking, which I know you liked. Um, I could play that as well. I did. Yeah. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected. I played that and it was very good. It's like a multiplayer Tetris Effect game. I didn't like it. Really? It's all right. No. Um, did you play the multiplayer part of it? Um, no. The multiplayer part of that's a lot of fun. Uh, Stick Fight the Game, which is absolutely one of my favorite com- like co-op, couch co-op games. I play that on the PC all the time. Very good. Um, Curse of the Dead Gods. I am not familiar with that. Are you? I played it. Oh, how, what it did you is, think? Uh, it's, a, it's a really good roguelike. Um, kind of uh, Hades-ish. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually remember you talking about that. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, Ender Lilies, which I am not familiar with either. Yeah, that not, sounds really familiar. Not seen that. It is a dark fantasy 2D action RPG, which actually sounds kind of like my thing. So I, I might have to check that one out. It's available on all the systems too. So that might be it's something to take a look at. Quietus uh, of Nights. Uh, I don't. Oh yeah, this looked really good. Yeah, this looks really good, right? Yeah. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, which I have not played, but I hear is a absolutely fantastic horror game. Um, it's it's got some kind of like it, it plays like a 
like one of those like anime you're at school kind of uh games and then apparently takes it's a, a visual heck of a novel. turn yeah. yeah uh spunky 2 which is a great roguelike uh sequel to the original spunky road 96 which i remember coming out and i really wanted to play it and i didn't um but that looked really good uh it's kind of a, a road there's you know it, it's a road trip game um subnautica below zero which colby it was on his game of the year I list i loved mm-hmm. I spent a long time today listening to the soundtrack to that uh, that game. It's a good soundtrack. It's a real, I'm, I'm a huge Ben Prunty fan. It's a, It's got some good stuff on it. Um, Littlewood, I want to say you played that too, didn't you? <laughs> Is that, does that have anything to do with our, our Amazon uh, dongles? Dongle. Yeah. Uh, Littlewood. Yeah. I think, you know, if you didn't play this, you, you have probably seen it. It's kind of a uh, Stardew Valley kind of game. A little cuter, a little cartoonier. Oh yeah, I don't think it's on Xbox. Oh, that could be. Well, you can play it on your your PC that you're getting. It's on sale now. Yeah, kind of sucks. The uh, Steam uh, sale end or the winter sale ends today. Oh, that's I'm, good. I'm getting my computer tomorrow. tomorrow. You can still buy games. Call. I can't, but the problem is, is I can't get Steam to load on my Mac. <laughs> it keeps giving me an error. You just and log so into you, their website. You can buy stuff via the website. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll work on my phone, but it's a pain. <laughs> All right. Uh, Islanders, which I did not play. Have you played that one? Oh, that game looks really good. Uh, I think it's on my wish list. It's a minimalist uh, city builder. It looks fun. Yeah, it's on my, or is this on Game Pass? Mm, might be. Islanders, but unfortunately, that's a hockey team. So that's what <laughs> It's it only five bucks on Steam. Islanders. This looks really fun, though. Looks really fun. Um... Slime Rancher uh, Plortable Edition. Um. <laughs> now, I was laughing because I'm like, I want the Islanders video game because Islanders, like, the hockey team yeah, yeah, comes yeah. up. But if you search for Islanders game, the Islanders hockey team comes up. Yeah. So apparently I have to search for Islanders video, video game. game. There it is. Slime Rancher is a ton of fun if you've never played it. It's uh, available, I believe, on everything by now, but also available on uh, on the Switch. A lot of fun. Eastward, which Colby played, it's uh, it's a really interesting game. It's made by like a very very small team um, up in Seattle. Uh, I really like that game. My kid got scared of it, and I never beat it. Oh no, that's too bad. It it looks uh, yeah. it looked fun. Er, oh wait, no, Eastward's a different one. You're thinking? Oh, of... you're right. I'm thinking of uh, East, the Painter one. Yeah, East Word is actually a game that this I've looks really on cool. Yeah, kind of a, a Zelda Earthbound thing. This yeah. looks really fun, actually. Uh, let's see, and then finally, Axiom Verge Two, which I did not play, but I heard great things about, including that you can skip all the boss battles in it, which I'm a oh. fan of. So, so I'm kind of surprised that Loop Hero isn't on there. Yeah, I am too. I picked that up on the uh, for free on the the Epic giveaway over Christmas. I was very excited because I've been wanting to play that one for a while. Yeah, sorry, man. I'll I'll give you my login. You can you can play. It <laughs> I'm like I've got it on my Steam wish list. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I thought it was a pretty good list of games that you might be interested in if uh, if you haven't maybe taken too deep of a dive into to indie game land. It's a, it's a good place to start. Like I said, I'll, I'll link out to that article that those were from. You can check them out. Uh, finally, I'm going to talk about 8-Bit Christmas, which is on HBO Max. Um, I've talked about it a couple times, but I do a Christmas podcast over uh, the holidays. And uh, one of the things we do is we just watch a ton of Christmas movies. And I, I meant to watch this one literally all 
December and just never quite got to it. And I finally managed to, to pick it up kind of in between Christmas and New Year's. And it's uh it's pretty good. It's not it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but it's not it's not the worst. What is the best movie you've ever seen? Oh man. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Like I can't I I, don't, I can't even I was hoping it was something really bad. Really stupid. I don't know, like epic movie. My probably my favorite movie. I, I don't know if it's the best movie I've ever seen, but probably my favorite movie is The Princess Bride. So, you know. Um A Book Christmas, it stars Neil Patrick Harris as a dad who is like I cannot tell you enough. Like I there is no way for me to impart enough that this movie is absolutely a, a Christmas story. A Christmas story. Um mm-hmm. with a bit of the Princess Bride like pushed into it because it, it is a kid, a dad telling a kid a story. Like it it mirrors a Christmas story almost beat for beat. Um but it's the story of how he got his first Nintendo. Um but it ends with kind of a a good message. Um and it, if you are of a particular age, probably somewhere between mine and Colby's age, like, you know, 40, 35 to 45, maybe, maybe 38 to 45. Um, you'll really recognize a lot of the kind of pop culture stuff in this. I mean, there's a, there's a whole power glove scene. Um, it's, it's good. Uh, if you have HBO Max, it's worth watching. If you're looking for a little bit of Christmas in January, um, worth, worth checking Might out. Might I suggest, Another Christmas movie with Neil Patrick Harris? Is it Harold and Kumar? Yes, Harold yeah. and Kumar 3. Is it good? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've never seen any of those. Um, They're, the first one's really good. Yeah. The second one, I think, is also good. The first one's the White Castle one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, nothing wrong with that. Um, Colby probably would like you to watch Die Hard 2. You know? No reason. Not, not Die so. Hard 2. 2. But Die Hard as Die well. Die Hard as well. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but Christmas. It's well, on HBO can Max. Watch Die Hard too. Whatever. I actually really like Die Hard Four. Is the, which one's the ones with Kevin Smith on it? Five. Uh, Die Hard Four. Four. <laughs> I like that one quite a bit. Uh, all right, Dylan. Do you want to help us get to this next part here? Hey, yo, Vinny. First question of the new year. Ooh. No. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. First question. Welcome yeah. to 2022, everyone. It's. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Vinny says, what is a game you love that you would love to come to Game Pass so others can enjoy, enjoy it as well? So a game that is not on Game Pass that you would like to come to Game Pass, either for your own personal satisfaction because you'd like to play it, or uh, so other people can enjoy it as much as you did. What do you guys think? Do you want, do you want me to start? I have one. Yes. Okay, so mine is uh, The Pathless, which is... Um, Unfortunately, currently a PlayStation PC exclusive. So this one I'm being um, a little bit uh, greedy about. It's a game that I really, really, really want to play, um, but don't necessarily want to uh, to play it on the PC. I guess I could, uh, but I'd love it to come to Game Pass because it seems like a perfect Game Pass game. It's made by the folks who make Abzu. Um, it's about, like, you're a guy who has a falcon, um, and it's about movement, um, and, and just, it looks really, really cool. The soundtrack is done by Austin Winery. Um, it just looks really good. And I was very, very, very disappointed when it did not come to Xbox. So that's, that's mine. Uh, 
Did, did they give you guys a time to, to to think of one? Yes. Good. I had to go way back because like ninety nine percent of the games I played in twenty twenty one were in fact on Game, <laughs> on Pass. Game Pass. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go with the Mummy Demastered. Oh, that game is so good. That's like one of the better Metroidvanias yeah. I played. I would also accept Sundered. Oh no, that wasn't on Game Pass either. Yeah, no. Both of those games are spectacular. Um, Sundered's an incredible Metroidvania. Um, and and the, the, the Mummy Remastered, Remastered, yeah, is like a Metroidvania based on the 2016, 17 Tom Cruise. But not Mummy about movie? Tom Cruise. Like, no, nope. yeah, it's, it's like an adjacent story to that. Um, it's they're both a lot of fun. Um, the Mummy Demastered is like the best like throwback game ever. Like, it plays just like a like Metroid. Yeah, like like a, a really good SNES game. Um, and wasn't that the one that was developed in like twelve months or something crazy uh-huh, too? Yeah, yeah. both very good games. I like that. That's, those are good polls. Call. How about you, Dylan? This is kind of tough. I don't know. I think a lot of the games that I'd I'd like to be on Game Pass are are yeah right yeah so because my answer would be Deep Rock Galactic but but it's already there allow it to be able to be on Steam there like you go me to play with Steam that's people. fair that's fair I just, I, or I wish my progress could just I could bump it over or something yeah 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 yeah, I yeah. Can't. if you can't have cross play at least have cross progression and then like Back for Bloods on there like. Because those are all the games I've been playing lately, so yeah. it's like I just want more people to play those games with. I want, and ev- they're available, right? They're right there. Game Pass. I want everyone to play Disco Elysium, like everyone. Um, and I and I accept the fact that there are a lot of people who won't like it, um, and that's okay. Um, but I want everyone to have the opportunity to. So. It would, <laughs> I'm gonna play that game, and I'm gonna get like 15 minutes into it and go, nah. Yeah, nah, it, it, it's it's absolutely a possibility. I tried Cole. playing it too. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it is a possibility that you're gonna start it and just go like, oh, this is hot garbage. Um, it's it's a very particular, it's a very particular kind of game. Um, before you start it, talk to me though, because I'll give you a couple of of, of hints. Um, it's it, it's a very it's a very particular kind of game and it is absolutely not for everyone. But man, if if that game if you play it, it does appeal to you. Like you will you'll just be so happy Ooh. you tried it. I will say stories untold. I think that would make a perfect <sighs> um, Game Pass game. It's like that like kind of weird game that like I, I don't think people necessarily want to buy. Um, kind of, well, not not that they don't want to buy, but like they look at it and go like that's like sounds interesting, but like yeah. I don't know, like is that you know, kind of thing, which I think is where those kinds of games just work perfectly on Game Pass. That, like, that sounds fun, but I don't know if it's for me, and, you know... I, well, and plus it's only, like, four hours long, and so I think people, even though it's only ten bucks, I think people have a problem going, like, well, it's kind of short, I don't want to spend, you know, ten bucks on it. I really want um, an airport for aliens currently run by dogs to come to Game Pass. <laughs> me too. Because <laughs> that is a game that I look at and I go, I don't know if I want to buy that. It's $20, but, <laughs> but I really, really want to play it. So I, I have an answer. Okay. Um... It's an older game, and I'm thinking of it because they finally announced a second one, and it is the Warhammer 40k Space Marine game. Oh, I heard that was really good. Um, it was a late, I think probably a late Xbox 360 era game, um, and it's actually a really fun game. 
very very short as well um i don't know like i just remember enjoying this game um quite a bit and it's kind of just it's kind of like gears of war-y because it's a it's a third person action game but you just kill a whole bunch of orcs um um i don't know i think it's fun and it um i'm excited that a second one is happening like a over a decade later yeah no, i think that's cool um, so i want to play adios a lot too it'd be cool if that came to uh to game pass it's uh about a pig farmer who decides he no longer wants to dispose of bodies for the mob um and it's, <laughs> so it's kind of like it's mostly like kind of a walking sim um uh, game but it's it's supposed to be very very good um a- again same kind of thing really short it's like two or three hours long yeah. um I, i'd like to play that as well so if that could come to, to game pass that'd be great um apparently we don't ever want to share games that I, I think the problem is i think you really nailed it dylan is most of the games we play are already on game pass so it's hard for right. me to share games with other people so i just look at games i'm like man i hope that game comes to game pass someday right. <laughs> well, i thought about it it's like it's a game that i wouldn't pay for now being over 10 yeah. years old unless it's like on a really good sale but it's yeah. a pretty fun game and maybe you haven't gone down the warhammer rabbit hole you don't know much this kind of would be a kind of like jump in there and see what it's see what's about and get a just a brutal action game so yeah no fits the bill that works uh chainsaw swords i like a chainsaw sword man a good chainsaw sword uh all right john wants to know he says first of all happy holiday guys i apologize for not putting this in earlier because um that would be relevant but i guess uh, he says happy new year at the end so that's that's good enough he says it's been a while since i asked a question i'll start off with saying thank you for talking about anvil thank you colby um he's put in about 20 hours in the last week and he he really likes it um he said what only 20 (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, this was like two weeks ago. He could be 115 hours uh, in two by now. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, what kind of gamer game that is not exactly your type of genre, um, but you had a blast playing besides Anvil? Besides Anvil? He said one for him that is uh, Lost in Random, and I'm not familiar with that game. Are you guys familiar with Lost Sounds in Random? Sounds familiar. Ooh, this looks good. Uh, it's an action-adventure video game developed by Zoink and published by EA. This game looks Zoink. actually quite a, quite fun. Um, well rated it looks like too uh, it's got a very positive review on Steam so gosh this game is gorgeous looking yeah, I could get behind this so uh, Lost and Random check it out it's on sale 20 bucks right now on Steam and by the time you hear this it won't be on sale on Steam anymore but that's alright what what other games are uh, are games that you really enjoy that uh, that surprised you a little bit I think uh, Forza is the uh, uh, yeah geez here. right yeah Forza absolutely there's I don't like any other racing game yeah. except for Forza. That's, that's interesting because there, there's definitely a cup been a couple racing game franchises that I've enjoyed, even though I don't really care about cars. I yeah. don't really care about racing games. I don't. There's not nothing much that I should enjoy, but every once in a while, and currently Forza <laughs> is the probably the only game that does that. Yeah. for me. Yep. Nope. I get that. How about you, Carl? Like the easy answer for me would be uh, Kingdom Two Crowns, but I since that oh, was like geez. three yeah. weeks ago that I was playing it, I don't think I need to talk about it anymore. That game's good though. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like roguelikes that I'm kind of like, wow, I'm surprised that you know, West of Dead was one 
where I was really shocked how much I liked it. Um, but then I think about it, I'm like, actually, I don't think it's that I don't like roguelikes. I think there's a lot of lo- roguelikes that I really like. I just tend not to play them a ton. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. get, like, five to ten hours in and go, like, ah, that's enough. I've Same. seen it. But there's, a, there's a few that, like, you know, like West of Dead, I put, like, 75 hours into. Anvil, I put a lot of hours into. Um, so I'm going to go with Remnant from the Ashes because it is a Souls-like, and I've never liked another Souls-like. Um, and so, that, but that game I absolutely loved. Um, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Remnant from the Ashes. Remnant would be one of mine too um, because I just did not expect to like that game at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another Souls like I've been trying to remember the name of it, and and unfortunately I don't recall what it is. It starts with an A, I think. Oh, Ashen. Dark something. Yeah, no, Ashen. Um, was a Souls like that had a really cool, um, like kind of base building thing behind it too. You like explore mm-hmm. further in order to build up this town, and I really really liked that game. And unfortunately, yeah. it just got too hard. I I couldn't. Is that game free? Or... It was on Game Pass for a while. That's um, what it was. It's. It's gotten super cheap. I've seen it a few times on sale and thought, like, should I try? If that? you're better at, if if you're good at Souls, like, if you really enjoy that, like, like hit dodge, hit dodge, hit dodge, which I I really don't, and I'm don't. Well, and I, I think the problem that I have is that I I always want the extra hit. Like, I always want to hit. You want to hit it three times and not twice. Exactly. And yeah. every time it bites me. And it, the the worst problem is is like. It probably works three out of five times and then fails two out of five. And then you just die. Yeah, and right? so I, I think I can do it every time, but I can't. Um, but Ashen was really good until I just got to the point where I couldn't get any further into it. and It just got frustrating. Um, Children of Mara is a game that I really, really enjoyed. I love the story. Love the way they presented the story. It presents kind of the same way Hades does, where every time you die, something happens. Um and so it, it pulls the story forward even if you're not really progressing much in the game. Um, that one's really good co-op too. I, I really enjoyed that co-op. Um, I think Hades probably actually falls under that same thing where I really enjoyed Hades even though it's it's kind of a, a game type that I, I wouldn't play very often. So good question, sir. I think there's some some stuff to be find, finding there. Colby, this question's from you, so you get to ask it. I don't remember what that's going to ask. Um, what PC only down. game should Colby oh, yeah. get? Yeah, what what what's a good PC only game? I don't know. I don't ever play games on my PC. So PC only is tricky because you gotta. I guess that that throws well, a I lot mean, of the. Uh, well, I think a lot of RTS games are yeah. PC only. I, um, I I suppose that like not PC only, but like what's a good I, game that like I probably can't play on my Xbox. Xbox. Is there any? I think I was asking that more in that room when I probably should have just asked it in That's general fine. and seen what they throw to me. I, I would say that, uh, although you didn't like um, Horizon Zero Dawn, did you? Um, No. Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good choice because you can play it on the PlayStation. I have that on PlayStation. Well, but I mean like... I don't have a PlayStation controller. Yeah, I was going to say so. you can play that with an Xbox controller now. And <laughs> I can use my two uh, the, the <laughs> the moves for your VR. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, I actually picked up Horizon for fifteen bucks over the holidays. So nice. yeah, that uh, that's probably not a bad choice. Um, I think. Are, do do we think all PlayStation games are eventually going to come? 
I would say I don't think you're ever going to get them like you do on the Xbox where it's like day and date release. But I think that you'll see a like year or two lag and you'll get all of them. PC will be able to run um oh what's that uh yeah. game with Ellie last and Joel two last yeah, of us two when so. it comes out I think okay. so that was on the PS4 so there's cuz cuz I'm not buying uh PS5 same same wait it was on the PS4 I think so yeah I think so right at the end yeah. right. Oh, right. I don't have a controller I think so yeah so <laughs> maybe it'd be cheaper to buy a controller no no just buy just buy a bunch of places. I was just games. wondering because, like, there's a game called Inscription that I've been trying to get you to play because you had a PC and I've heard it's phenomenal. Oh, sure. Um, but now I'm gonna play it. Yeah, I think that'd be buy, good. Buy it when we're done. We talked about playing Oberdin, and it's not like Oberdin isn't available other places, but it seems like the PC might be a good place to play it. Um, yeah, well, that's kind of also the good thing about like Steam and stuff is that they have a ton of sales. Mm-hmm. And so this opens me up to like the Ober, uh, the yeah, Curse of the like almost never comes on sale on uh, Xbox. It's always twenty bucks. Yeah. So maybe I can pick it up cheaper on. Uh... Yeah, I would say. What games do you think I should play, listeners? Yeah. Send in your answers to the Discord. <laughs> to the I Discord. Guess. Go to discord.com or bitemepodcast.com <laughs> slash Discord. Join our Discord and then tell me, call me what you should play. Um, I would say the. Uh, the Torchlight games are pretty good on PC, and they're pretty lousy on Xbox. So, Jeez, yeah, Torchlight yeah. Two is garbage on Xbox. I, I definitely think, yeah, those kind of action RPGs just play better on. I, I will say, for except me. for Diablo Three, yeah. Diablo Three is yeah. so good on the Xbox. Like, I, yeah. I had such low expectations for that, and it is so good. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, but I can't, I can't imagine. I think I'd be annoyed playing like Divinity. Um, I don't know on on Xbox. I, I don't know. I played Divinity on the Xbox. It it on Xbox. Yeah. 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 See, yeah, I just out. I'm glad people enjoy. It. I would. I think I would get a headache. It it's way too slow. Like having to use a stick to navigate around yeah. instead of a mouse like drives me nuts. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just the the lag time of like dragging a cursor like any game like that where i have to kind of use a a stick as a cursor like i will say that is one of my least favorite things that video games do nowadays um far cry 6 does that and it's not it's only in like the start menu but it drives me nuts that there's like these six buttons to choose from on the the left hand side of it and instead of just letting me Doink, doink, doink through them. They're like, well, why don't you take this cursor over there and hit new game? Right. I'm like, I hate but I don't it. want to. I just yeah. want to. Do you think that, does that make it easier at some stage when they made the PC version? Like, is that why? Probably. Probably. Yeah. It's just a step they saved because yeah. I hate it. Because I can't imagine it's like an accessibility yeah. thing. Like, it seems way less accessible to me. So, yeah. I don't know. It drives me nuts. But it's like the same with like long button presses. And I think long button presses are actually an accessibility thing. But it also gives you like the ability to have a short button press do one thing and a long button press do another. But man, I hate hold A to confirm this. It They always yeah. last like 50% longer than I want them to. So, uh, Anvil does a thing where to they have a hold X or a hold B depending on what you're doing in the game. So like to 
Oh, what is it? Hold B is at the end of some levels, but it's hold X yeah, to get yeah, into yeah, levels. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, can't we just decide on one yeah, of these? It's super annoying. And it couldn't it just be press B? Like, <laughs> uh, super annoying. But there is a press X yeah, at the yeah. original thing to get in. Like, anyway, let Colby know what PC only games you should get. He's a, he's a PC newbie. He's coming back to PC after... A lot of 20 years, twenty years. years. <laughs> uh, our deacon wants to know what foods have you eaten for breakfast that aren't traditionally known as breakfast food. His is cold pizza, so yummy. Do you guys eat cold pizza? Mm. I do. I do like, especially if it has pineapple on it in the morning. <sighs> cold, yeah. I, I cold pineapple pizza is very good. I used to be a big cold pizza person, and I think that cold pizza is really only good if you get like a lot of toppings on it. And since I'm usually like a cheese or cheese and pineapple, I would, ag- I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, however, I think pineapple is the ultimate cold pizza ingredient yeah, because it's, it's good, super cold. good. Like it, right. It's like it, you get that blast of fruity freshness. I do remember though. See, and go ahead, go. I disagree. I think the best cold pizza is like, uh, like all the meat. Yeah. Pizzas. Meat lovers. Yeah. Like meat lovers pizza cold is to me. The See, best I time. hate meat lovers pizzas in general. Really? Yeah. I, do, yeah. I only yeah. want a single meat on a pizza. Otherwise it has to have something else. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I like, I don't, I don't want four meats on a pizza without, it can have four meats as long as it has some veggies. You like a Supreme it. pizza. Right. Yeah. Or it, I want it to be sausage and pineapple or pepperoni and something like, I don't know. Uh, uh, What's the most amount of cheeses? As many Six. As yeah. Because I sometimes will go to Domino's and get the pan pizza, which is like cheese in the crust, um, and then do four cheeses, the four cheese pizza, add extra cheese, and then at the end, see, they're like, do you want to add more cheese to this? I'm like, I don't see why yeah. not. <laughs> no, more cheese, the better. I want to know how they like quantify that when they're making it. They're just like... <laughs> There, there's the, the regular cheese scoop, there's the extra cheese, and then there's, do you want extra cheese on it scoop? And uh-huh. I, I, I got know. like six cheese, like it was the cheesiest pizza, it was, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like a good six cheese pizza, it's not bad. Um, I, I will say two things. Uh, one, like probably my favorite pizza is actually Meat Lovers, um, which is weird because I haven't eaten <laughs> meat in... <laughs> 20 years impossible meat lovers oh man i had some impossible ground beef last night and that stuff is the bomb it is so good i i oh. just bought some cliff i'm gonna put it in chili just for you i i mean not for you it'll be for me but it's probably pretty good in chili it's spicy i will tell you that it's it was <gasps> well no i mean not that that's bad i'm just saying like it, i was very surprised like don't add extra spice to it it's actually pretty spicy so i'll add extra yeah, spice ahead. to it cause... um it was good. I, I had it in spaghetti yesterday, and it was delightful. Um, the other thing I will say is I do remember distinctly the first time I, I realized you could eat pizza cold. Um, like, it had never really occurred to me. <laughs> it's it's weird. I, would, I hope that this starts with I was 28 years <laughs> I old. I was probably 12, 14, and we were over at our, our – uh, Is this allowed? Aunt and uncle's house, <laughs> and my uncle, like, popped out pizza from the fridge and just ate it, and I was like – what <laughs> you can do that he's like yeah it's good and i'm like huh <laughs> i just remember like it being kind of like a like a light bulb moment of like i guess you don't have to microwave pizza when you're done with it anyway this none of us have answered so far what is your favorite breakfast food that isn't a traditional breakfast food um 
I don't know if I, I I eat things for breakfast that aren't breakfast food, to be honest. One, I like breakfast food a lot. So Same. I eat it for breakfast and I eat breakfast food for dinner. Same. Right. Uh-huh. So it's kind of the inverse. However, I do have an answer that doesn't quite answer this correctly, but it's something I've, I, I actually found I really enjoy. And I think in certain places it's more common, but it definitely isn't common at least when I was growing up, is eating pie for breakfast. Yeah, um, that was going to be my answer. Like, cake. I know that is a breakfast thing, but... No, pie uh, is not a breakfast thing, Dylan. It's just like, it should be well, you a breakfast go to thing. Any, Don't listen to him. Any, like, diner or something, though, you you get a, you can get a slice of pie. Like, I mean, I think it is. And, pie and I'm also going off of Twin Fair. Peaks. Uh, yeah, where, say, <laughs> um, which is actually where I think I... Dis- a documentary. I think I actually I discovered, because we went to the... The Twin Peaks diner, diner yeah. in North Bend, um, and I ordered a slice of cherry pie and a damn fine cup of coffee. Nice. Um, and it was we were there for breakfast. Of course, I had breakfast too. But I was like, oh, I like this. And then since then, I've like, I don't know, like after a friend's giving or something, we'd have leftover pies. Yeah. And like, since I'm the only one in the house that can eat pie for the most part, um, I'm stuck eating all this pie. So I end up eating, um pie for breakfast and then i'll have pie for dessert but i was like that really doesn't sound like a problem dylan it's not a problem it's just like (laughs) like i was forced into eating pie for breakfast like like, i actually really like pie for breakfast breakfast. i do too right yeah like i'd much rather i think have pie for breakfast than like dessert yeah i don't know i think pie and cake for breakfast are are good choices Um, like you can never go like your day your day is only going to go downhill if you eat pie for, or, or cake for breakfast. Like right. that's like going to be the peak. So yeah, no, that's a good call. It's a good call. How about you? Have anything that you'd like to throw out, Cole? Before we move uh, on, I think my my same thing is that I like breakfast food right. too much. I mean, like the only thing that's I guess kind of close is meatloaf and eggs, and that's because you you know oh. like add. I would ag- I, I think that's kind of a fair example, or like having steak and eggs for breakfast. It's like. Yeah. Yes, it's breakfast, but it's also a steak. So, so I don't know. Like this is, I, I think this is just a familial thing. For it, it is, is not. not okay. So, so good. I that mean, makes it less weird. It's still well. It, it's not in the fact that like I have seen a restaurant that's interesting. Serves it. So, uh, one thing that my family's are always eaten when we eat spaghetti for dinner is uh, so the next day you take. Um, like you put some butter in a pan just to fry it up a little you bit. You pan fry up spaghetti and add an egg to it and like scramble yeah, it. Yeah, and it's delightful. I had it for lunch today um, because I had spaghetti last night. And, and we used to eat that for breakfast a lot when I was a kid. So spaghetti and eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of cook it. Like you cook it longer than you think you would too. Like you kind of wait mm-hmm. until the spaghetti is kind of dry. almost brown it. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's really good. Well, I think it's really good. Like it skeeves my wife out to no end. I don't know if she's ever even tried it, but she's like, no, I, there's no way I'm eating eggs with spaghetti in them. <laughs> I mean, you can add an egg to anything. I, we ate it. I'm pretty convinced that. I went to a yeah, Peruvian place once and they're like, do you want it? Like every single thing. They're like, do you want an egg on top? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was the right choice. Absolutely, the I'm right pretty choice. convinced that anything that I don't know that's I don't know maybe not a dessert like, but even then I, you could probably find something. So but so Dylan, you could pretty much put an egg. On. I'm going to tell you because you're the only person here that can do this. You need to go to the egg hole in Kent, <laughs> okay, and get their. Do you like hollandaise sauce? Oh yeah, you can get fries with hollandaise sauce. 
topped with an egg. And it will yeah, probably kill good. you, but it right. is so good. <laughs> Go to the egg hall. They've got great, yeah, great, great that food. That sounds good. Yeah, do like, it. It's in like kind of the skeevy part of Kent too. So <laughs> it's great. Highly, highly, highly recommended. I guess if any of the rest of you happen to live in the like south sound of, of Washington, go to the egg hall. It's very good. Uh, all right. I Let's see. Next question is from Miss Happy Childhood. She says, what do you think of the Silent Hill franchise? And I disappointingly have never played a Silent Hill game, so I, I do not have a horse in this race. But Dylan Colby, do you guys, what do you guys think of Silent Hill? I think I played um, the demo for Silent Hill 4. Oh, so the, the good one. <laughs> no. Yeah, the one You're that... You're thinking of Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Silent Hill 2 is the good one. I thought right? Silent Hill... Yeah, I, Silent thought, Hill I thought Silent Hill 4 was the one that... What's his... Kojima made. No, that's PT. Oh, I thought that was the same thing. I thought that it was... The, I don't It could be. It I don't know. Anyway. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. There's been a lot of Silent Hills. Yeah. Um... Or Silent Hills, as I dispelled it. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, Silent Hill Four is the room. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think it's kind of like set in a room, so you like. Nope. I don't, it, it was kind the of. Room. It was kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, I've never. I have never played only it. played two Silent Hill games. I have played Silent Hill Two, um, which is really good. Um, I'd like to play that again. Unfortunately, the like remake that is backwards compatible is apparently not oh, very good. It's too bad. Um, has a lot of problems. Um, and it's always expensive. Uh, and by expense, I mean like seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. You get that in the third one, I want to say. And I'm like, I'd like to buy that, but yep. I don't know if I'm ever gonna play yeah. it. And I hear that it's not great. Um. But yeah, Silent Hill 2 on the original Xbox was a very good game. I, I remember um, you showing it to me when we when you brought your Xbox out to visit me when I lived in, yeah. in Michigan. That's the closest I've ever been to a Silent Hill yeah. game. So. I, I might at some point pick up the, the remake just yeah. to see how it plays. Because now that I say 750 out loud, I'm like, that's... <laughs> that's actually very inexpensive. <laughs> yeah. I really want to like, um, I don't know, like survival horror type games. And I just don't. It's probably the genre I really want to like, and I don't care for them that much. Sands, Dead Space, mm-hmm. and then Condemned, uh, yeah. um, which I think is a little different because it is a first-person game. First. But I think have that, you tried that Resident be... Evil Seven? No, try Resident Evil Seven because it's a it's a first person. Yeah. So is eight. Yeah. Um, like I've always been kind of interested in Resident Evil, and I just haven't got too into. I've played like. Played a couple of them here and there. I remember playing like the fifth one because that one was slightly more actiony. It was fine, but I don't know. Yeah. I just never really kept playing through them. Same. Um, Silent Hill Two is really good. I would actually love if they did kind of like they did with the Resident Evil games, where they did like a full Remaster remake of them. Yeah. That that would be very. I'd play that. Um, and then I played Silent Hill Homecoming, and it seems like that was good. Um, I don't know. Those kinds of games are the ones that, after about ten minutes, I'm like, okay, we're getting a walkthrough <laughs> and just finding out exactly what to do. I don't want to have to deal with these like stupid obtuse puzzles. Yeah, yeah. I will say that I think one of the real upsides of those games is uh, like the, the cosplay for them is always great. I love going to packs and seeing one of those big triangle head pyramid head guys or like the, the nurses head. with the 
fungi faces and the, stuff. It's always fun. The uh, the first uh, Silent Hill movie is also not too bad. Really? Huh. Yeah, it's actually pretty decent. All right. Um, apparently, the second movie very much follows the first game, but having never played it, I couldn't tell you if that's true or not. All right, there you go. You can watch the watch the movies and play the video games. Uh, Prime Fam said, "What was your favorite part of New Year's?" Not working. Not working was <laughs> and good. And having the day off before. Yeah. I I am a like this year I I just decided to usually the way we do New Year's is like we're like, all right, we're gonna step to midnight, which means that I fall asleep like twenty times between about ten thirty and midnight. <laughs> and then they're like, Woohoo, it's midnight. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to bed. And this year I just like about ten thirty, I'm like, hey y'all peace <laughs> and went to sleep yeah. until yep. I've never never experienced New Year's like it is here um, like in my every house I've lived it before this like you might hear a couple fireworks like you know maybe a couple people banging pots it was like an artillery assault on my house for 45 minutes like just yeah. fireworks 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 just explosions everywhere. it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced so that's uh that's how it was here. Is it? But it's yeah. never been that way, like over where I lived in Utah. Like you you get a few fireworks. Like Fourth of July, sure. Yeah. Like it went on forever. But uh not not I think New here Year's. It was particularly quiet this year because we got dumped on with snow. Sure. Um so I don't think people really wanted to go outside because it was also it stayed below freezing for the past week and a half. So it never snow never went away uh, until it started sure. dumping rain the other night and then it kinda washed most of it away. Jeez. Uh, but I don't think people really wanted to go outside. Like, it was pretty quiet around yeah. for the... We just got a slightly above average snow for here, and it and it didn't... The sun never really came, came out, out yeah. and got it warm. So, yeah, it was... New Year's is just not a holiday I really care about. I never, I never like, did the big, like, New Year's yeah. parties when I was younger, and I'm too old now, so... Yeah, we used to have a pretty good party when I was growing yeah. up, and my dad would make, like, a... I don't remember what kind of... Some sort of prime rib or something, sure. kind of big get together and have a lot of people over. But I think I went to a bonfire one year and that was kind of fun. And then I remember when I was younger, we went to like a family party one time and that was kind of fun. But man, besides that, like yeah. I think the thing is in Utah too, like New Year's is cold. Like you could right. you could go out to a party, but it's gonna be thirty out. <laughs> you know, like if, if you're going outside, like it's gonna be freezing. Um, so not not my thing. Did you did you did, did you you went to bed too, Cole? Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always yeah, go to bed. Yeah. I don't like holidays. That's the way we do it. Uh, it's probably up till two or three, but that's all right, man. You're you're that's you're way younger than I am, Dylan. I'm like young. I'm almost thirty. When I was under thirty, I might have stayed up until twelve fifteen. Uh, Joe Cole Slaw says, "Who plays games just for fun? Like that's stupid." Uh, he says, "What games have you contributed to in the past?" So that's the question. What games have you contributed to? He says, "Little Big Planet, Dream, Stardew." Have you guys ever like? made something for a video game or modded a video game or created a map for a video game no i almost have zero interest in that yeah yeah i got way into modding back in uh like the half-life days i made a ton of like tfc like maps i was i was trying to make an entire aliens mod oh that's cool um that never really came to fruition but i used to do that all the time i used to i don't remember there was some sort of like half-life like it was really easy to do Half-Life mods, I want to say. Um, for, and so I was doing yeah, that. Colby and I, 
when <laughs> when we were like I was probably like it was it was probably Doom Two, so yeah. like fifteen, sixteen, so Colby would have been like twelve. We got a this huge book at Costco or Sam's Club, like called like tips and tricks of the doom programming masters or something it was like i don't know 600 pages pages long (laughs) and it was like all about how to make doom 2 mods and we spent a large part of the summer trying mostly unsuccessfully to make doom 2 mods and maps and wads and whatever and it was a lot of fun and we were very 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 bad at it um and i See, and that's why I almost want to say it was Doom 1, because I think Doom 2 was super Could moddable. Well, I don't think that it wasn't moddable. I think it was just that the tools weren't very advanced. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I did a lot of uh, Quake modding, too. Um, when I worked at Software Etc., we had a like demo PC in there. And so on our breaks, we'd make Doom mods or Quake mods on the on the PC. So that was fun. But that's that's about as far as I've ever taken it. I, I would like to. Like, I saw Dreams, and I'm like, that looks really, really cool. And I'm like, but I don't want to do like it seems like making things with a controller would be extremely difficult. So if Dreamsford gets released on the PC, maybe I'll try that out. Uh, I'm actually going to skip over that Venture Beat question since we're at like an hour and a half. Maybe I'll bring it back next week. We'll see see what we have. Um, cheap free games. Epic Games this week. Like I was saying uh, earlier, if uh, you catch this before... Let's see, Thursday morning at 11, I believe. Right now you can get Rise of the Tomb Raider 20-Year Celebration Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and Tomb Raider Game of the Year Edition for free. So if you're listening to this early on Thursday or if you're a patron, go grab those because they are free. Uh, And then after that, Gods Will Fall will be on sale. Experience the trial of eight warriors in their plight to sever the gods' grip on humanity as you take take on legions of beasts in each of the gods' realms. I I didn't look too far into this, but it actually looked... uh, Look pretty fun. Um, it's got uh, a, a kind of mixed reviews on uh, Steam, but it, like it looks good. So maybe check that out. It's free. You don't have much to lose. Uh, PlayStation Plus this month, Deep Rock Galactic for PlayStation 4 and 5. Dylan, if you'd like to woohoo for that, I will wait. Woohoo. There you go. Uh, Dirt 5 for PS4 and PS5 and Persona 5 Strikers for the PS4 if you're into the Persona games. Uh, PlayStation Now, you're getting Mortal Kombat 11, Final Fantasy 12, The Zodiac Age, Fury Unleashed, Unturned, Super Time Force Ultra, and Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition. So that's on the PlayStation Now subscription service. Uh, Game Pass, a bunch of stuff dropped today, uh, which is the fourth. You can get uh, Gora Goa on Console Cloud and PC. That's a really cool puzzle game. Like That's been on my wish list since it was released. I've all, like I tell you, I've almost pulled the trigger on that game probably a dozen times and have just never done it. So I'm, I'm excited to play that. Um, a new game called Elijah. It's a game about Faraday's quest, a man ship, shipwrecked then trapped in the mysterious county of Terraphage, armed with a legendary harpoon. He and other castaways try to leave this hostile country to return to their homelands. That sounds all right. 
This harpoon has killed so many whales. <laughs> cloud console and PC on that one. Uh, and the pedestrian cloud console and PC, this game gets a heavy recommendation from Joel Coleslaw. He uh, said he already put quite a few hours into it today. It's a 2.5D side-scrolling puzzle platformer set in a dynamic world with stunning graphics and challenging puzzles where you rearrange and reconnect public signs to explore and advance through each engaging environment. He said it's a game that Colby will love and that Colby will then force me to play. So so I, that's a pretty good recommendation. Uh, coming out January 6th, you've got Ember. Fight fires with friends for profit in this unpredictable and frantic multiplayer game. Team up with friends, take on daily challenges, and climb to the top of the corporate fire fight, far, <laughs> corporate firefighting ladder. I Is that a pun? Ooh, I've actually wanted to play this. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you can. Um, I'm not sure that, that firefighting should be for profit. I don't know if we should have corporate firefighting. That seems like a poor idea. Hey, you, you want to know? You want to know something yeah. fun? It's already a oh, thing. Oh, man. Uh, as a kind of big surprise, like I figured this was coming to Game Pass, but I didn't figure it's coming to Game Pass yeah. this soon. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming to console and PC via EA Play. So that means you have to have. Um, Game Pass Ultimate to get this. Uh, Coming out January 6th. This is the original game remastered? It's 1, 2, and 3 remastered. Oh, it's 1, 2, and 3 remastered. I I would actually... I've kind of been thinking about these games again, so I think I might give those another playthrough. That might be pretty fun. I've never played through 3. I've played like the first... I don't remember if I... I was trying to remember this the other day. I don't know if I'd played three or not. I or if I started it or I started I it, it? I and know. then fell through the world. And when my save came back, I was like an hour back. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm done. So I mean, because it was the fourth one that had all the wonky stuff. Andromeda, is that, yeah. Andromeda right, is okay. still really good though. Like if, right. if you haven't played Andromeda, I don't think it was going to be a bad nah. game. It just had problems. I put, I don't know, 80 hours in Andromeda. really enjoyed it. So um, I, I'm excited to try this because I haven't played any of these games for a long time. And the, the redo looked pretty good as well. So um, Outer Wilds is coming back to Game Pass, Cloud Console and PC. Colby and I, uh, yeah, Colby just bought that. I bought that because I thought the DLC was free and it was off of Game Pass, but the DLC is 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's back on Game Pass. Anyway, uh, that I think was Colby and I's Game of the Year in 2019. Um, one yep. of the best games I've ever played. I've actually been... I'm going to have to replay it. Yeah, I'm going to replay it too with my family. It's a really good... Oh, so you can actually, so can beat, actually beat, it beat it this time, time. Cliff? It's a really good um, like pass the controller game too because you die every... Well, I mean, sometimes you die quite often, but you die every, what, 17 minutes after that? I think it's 22. I don't know. Sure, yeah, 12, whatever. Uh, so it's it's a really good like game to just like play with people. And and there's a lot of puzzles in it too, so it's good to get feedback from other people. Uh, but Outer Wilds is terrific, so give that a, a go. Uh, Splunky 2 is coming to console and PC January 13th. Everything before this was January 6th, though. So the day this pod comes, podcast comes out. Uh, Splunky 2 I have not played. It's really not my kind of game, but I hear it's very good coming to console console and PC January 13th. Uh, the Anacrusis console and PC January 13th. That's that uh, four player on a spaceship left for dead, but set in the 60s kind of thing. Uh, it's, looks good. Um, a lot of buzz about it. Uh, Paparazzi on the 20th and Windjammers 2 on the 20th as well. So a bunch of new Game Pass stuff. I need like 25 more hours a week to be able to keep up on the games I want to play. So yeah. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? 
All right, we're going to let Dylan go. Uh, we're going to end this thing because I can see his delightful wife behind him and he probably wants to go say howdy to her. Uh, I think my wife's in this room somewhere. There she is. So it's it's very dark in here, though, so I can't actually see her. Uh, but I'd like to go say howdy to her. And Colby has no one. He's going to die old and alone. Nope, I'm not left. <laughs> anyway, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash BiteMePodcast. I'll be honest, that Instagram account has not been updated in like a year. But I pimp it every single week because... Seems like the right thing to do. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can uh, join our extra life team. We just kicked off the 2022 fundraising year at bite me podcast.com slash extra life. And you can join our discord. Tell Colby what PC games he should play at bite me podcast.com slash discord. <sighs> Dylan. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.